It's the intersection of tech and religious trauma. Tri-generational blood-swapping guy. When we fuck pussy, pussy turn red. And if I'm single at 60, that'll be the last year for me on Earth. I honestly think living past the age of even 70, things just go down and down and spread my legs. California lemons, rolly, Would, would you rather, you know, once you're at the age of 40, have the physical health of a 20-year-old but look like you're 60 or have the physical health of a 60-year-old but look like you're 20? Just expanding a bit, you know, physical health, obviously organ health, you know, no aching, being as mobile as a young person, body bouncing back quicker. And looking old, obviously, you know, you got wrinkles, you're looking people People hear you're 40 and they're like, they're shocked because you look bad. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, let me think about this. Off the bat, I think you're finding me at, you're finding me in a really interesting period of my, my life where I don't really have too much of a fear of death. I don't, okay. I honestly think living past the age of, like 70, like 70 even, even 70, like things just go downhill. Like, and it's a, it's, it's a miserable experience. Fuck. Wait, actually. All right. No, I like this totally, this totally defeats where I was going with this, but I think having the physical, the physicality of a 60 year old, but then the looks of a 20 year old Mm -hmm. brother, I'm fine with that. That, that sounds great. That's what I want. That's what I want. Um, cause like, because the thing is, it's like if I'm 60 and I have the physicality of a 20-year-old, yo, I still have 40 more years to live. That is 40 years too many, my guy. Like that, I want to, I don't want to live that long. Um, I know I'm saying that now. And I again, I've, I'm hearing I'm hearing rumors. I'm hearing gossip that I sound very depressed on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, there's, no. There, there's, some, there's, there's some truth to that. I will, I will humor it. But uh, yeah, I think I would rather have that just because I don't know, like, you know, no disrespect to my elders. Y'all are beautiful. But I think, yeah, like uh, I, I would rather have the radiance of a 20 year old mm-hmm. and be, you know, soft on the eyes. But then just knowing I only got like 20 more years left in the bucket. Right. What about you? Well, that's a that's a good answer, because lately I've you know, but I'm still recovering from from a sprained ankle, as listeners know, um, which has kept me out of my high physical activity lifestyle. And I just hate waking... Lately, I hate waking up in the morning. I'm trying to do more yoga because of this. I hate waking up in the morning and just feeling like... Like, it takes me a bit to straighten out my back, you know? <laughs> like, that, it feels... That doesn't feel right. So I think... Yeah, I'm thinking that I, I would rather... I'd take the mobility. I'd take the the physical health of a, of a 20 year old and forget about, forget about what I'm looking like and, and just, you know, enjoy the feeling of feeling physically free. Sure. So this is good. All right. Let's add another layer to this. All right. You're Mm -hmm. 60. You feel like you're 20. You look like you're 60. You're still single. What do you think? 
What are you trying to say, huh? <laughs> well, I think it adds like um, adds a little bit more flavor to the question. More flavor, so, single. So if I like, I I would go. I would I would totally opt for how like what you're saying because I have to think about the actual like thinking about my body and how it aches at times. Yeah, it does sound mm. miserable. Like like feel breaking down. So yeah, in that way, sure. If I were sixty years old, I would like to feel like I'm twenty. But if I looked like I was sixty, I would like to. To be married, you know, maybe have some yeah. kids, you know, no longer require like any sort of like validation in 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 a superficial sense. So, you know, yeah, maybe then I would opt for for your 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 choice, and then maybe do like assisted like suicide, like <laughs> twenty years down the road. Um, yeah, listen, if I'm <laughs> single at sixty, yeah. uh, I that'll be the last year. For me on earth, because... Okay, what if... All right, if you're single at 60, I think being single at 60 is fine if you've already been, like, married before, right? Right, okay, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, single at 60, no, no, no divorces in the past, just was never able to lock anything down. Okay. That's sad. Well, okay, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there are plenty no, of people ha- out there, you know. Brother, it happens. All these, all these dual income, no kids. They, you know, because the kids aren't around, there's going to be nothing to keep them together when that, when, when the, <laughs> when the dual income is no longer providing the spark that um, it provided in their in their mid to late twenties and early thirties. Um, right. But that's just a that's just a wild guess. All right. Well, like now that we're on the topic of divorce on the topic of children, you know how like, all right, so my parents aren't divorced, but I can mm-hmm. only imagine like the conversation goes when they, like when they approach you, they say, Hey, Hey buddy, you know, you know, mom and dad, you know, mommy and daddy, we're not getting along anymore. Um, but it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. How mm-hmm. often is that? Is that actually true? Does it have nothing to do with the children? Some, I think maybe, <laughs> maybe like the dual income, no kids, mm-hmm. or the, the dinks. Yeah. Maybe they actually have a better shot at staying together long term mm-hmm. because they don't have the stressors, the resentments of 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 parenthood eating away at the relationship. What do you think about that? Yeah. You know, I think I think having children inevitably like shifts a lot of the focus of your life. I would say ninety nine percent of the focus of your life onto those children. And then at times, I'm sure there are some parents that looking back um, not speaking out of personal experience here, just some parents looking back that that would have liked to have handled the upbringing of their children a little bit differently, like maybe not focus so much time on certain activities, et cetera, and kind of try to focus on other other on their on their on their husband or wife a little bit more or on I don't know, just more activities as a family and less about the about the progress of their children's life. But yeah, it, it that could be, but I guess this is the first generation where, where the dual income, no kids are, are making up a large portion of, of the, of the population. So we'll, we'll have, we'll have to see how it plays out. Sure. And I, I mean, like, and to, to add on to that, like also there, there's a side of your partner in the dink lifestyle that you'll never get to know. Not that like, you know, you should seek out right. like wanting to get know the, the the parent yeah true you could get a yeah. get a dog but like yeah i think like a lot of couples their separation mm-hmm. when it when it comes down to, to because of parenting 
like it mm-hmm. comes out like it comes down to them just like i don't know seeing a side of them that they didn't like yeah or or yeah never seeing a side that that they a new side that they fall in love with that's beautiful that's beautiful, Emilio. Um, how are we doing doing today? How are you? Uh, you know, it's we're like a week out, or I guess a few days out from Christmas. Christ, must. Um, you know, I I was uptown last night. You know, I always forget. I miss. I miss. I wonder if I would have moved from my Upper West Side apartment had it. I would have moved, but maybe if I had a nicer apartment, I wouldn't have moved. But it's. I forget uptown during the holidays. Best best part of New York. That's that New York fucking Nora rom-com type lifestyle, but I'm doing good. I was reminded of of how beautiful New York is. Last night I went to the to the Met Opera. You ever been to the opera? I I have not. You ever uh, you ever see a movie at Lincoln Center? I don't think I have. No? Damn. You call yourself a film buff. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever been in the Lincoln Center. Yeah, no, I mean, they play a lot of good stuff. You should go see something up there sometime. It's nice in the winter, but yeah. So I'm doing, you know, I'm doing well. Got a couple of, I'm just working until I got some doubles coming up. But it's all to pay for a beautiful Christmas Eve dinner that my sister and I have. We'll be having at the Odeon. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's very a very New York Christmas. How are how are you doing? I'm great. I'm um I'm a day out from leaving New York this decrepit city okay and flying into flying to the paris of the plains the heartland um you know the epicenter of culture if you will okay wait when's the last time you were in of KC? pop culture what's up uh, last time i was in kansas city it was like a year ago but i didn't have a time like, like i didn't have like any any like time to explore like i was just in the suburbs all all like for like a week but like this time i'm, I'm actually making a, an effort to meet up with friends and go to random gatherings hit up a museum the, the nelson atkins mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know just just like stomp around what were you gonna was say the, was the new when you were there last was was the airport like all the renovations were they all finished because no. now yeah now yeah, i not, hear it's it's uh it's a it's looking like an international airport because for i yeah. feel like for our entire duration of living in Kansas, they were like they spent like twenty years renovating this, upgrading, upgrading the Kansas City Airport that used to be quite a sad sight to see. It's got that LaGuardia upgrade. I mean, it, like LaGuardia is the same. Like it was, it, it used to be the butt of a lot of jokes. Like I think Biden once went on record saying like flying into LaGuardia. His words, not mine, as it was like flying into like a third world country's airport. <laughs> oh my um, god. Like MC, like MCI, like Kansas City was mm-hmm. the same way. But you know, you were yeah. laughing for a little bit. You know, at my, uh, you know, at me saying that Kansas City is like the center of of culture right now. But it sounds like because of because you know, of Taylor Swift. Yeah, because of T Swift, because of of Kelsey. Uh, mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of things are happening. You know, in the world of sports. Um, so I mean, we'll see. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little scene report when I come back. But yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's let's talk about how how we're doing, how so, wellness wise, skincare. Mm-hmm. How are you? Anything anything you want to report to me? Any products you're working in? Routine steps that you're working into your morning, your evening. How are we staying a young thirty? You know, I already mentioned Timeless last weekend or last week, but um, I mean the biggest. I'm gonna try a new moisturizer. I'm gonna buy. I'm going to buy a new moisturizer that Jill put me onto 
from this Korean skincare brand that it's like, I had to like double check to make sure this was the brand she mentioned. Cause when I looked up the website, it just looks like, you know how, like, um, what are they called? Like, you know, like the late night, like TV ads, what are those things called? You know what I'm talking about? Like infomercials. Yeah. It's like very like infomercial aesthetic when you go to this like Korean skincare brands website called Histo lab. So I was like, is this the right thing? Oh, did you? That, that's how you know they're not fucking around. Histo Lab sounded like fucking Himbo Lab, but she she uses this like kind of gel moisturizer that had a really nice texture to do it. Like it felt like a cool jelly, and it felt thick. But the issue that I run into, especially in the winter, is that I feel like whenever I have a thick moisturizer, it kind of feels like it's also really clogging. Like I don't know if you've noticed with the rich cream. If I put on like a lot, it, it it does. I mean, it feels great, but it also feels like it's definitely clogging my pores. Don't you feel like it's like really like it's so thick? Yeah, I feel like it, uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like with Jill on this kick. I don't know if she still does this where she's like doesn't use any moisturizer. She's just like serums only. I don't think Did she ever tell you that. I don't think she's no, she never told me. Maybe that. I'm misremembering that. I don't know. But like, she's always, I feel like sometimes with these, like these like moisturizers, like these creams, like I, I do feel like I'm like mummifying myself sometimes. Like I'm locking yeah. in, like, like there's no, there's no escaping. Um, like, like there's nothing, like my, my pores can't breathe. Like Damn, what you're dude, saying she, basically. Jill, she's always cook. She's like Brian Johnson, dude. She's always fucking experimenting on herself. I know. What did she say at that Jolie event that she got some like PRP under the eyes? PRP under the eyes. She's on that no sugar, no alcohol, no seed oil, no seed oil, no nothing, no nothing. She needs lifestyle. like a control group. She needs like a, like yeah. she needs like her sister to be like a control group. Yeah. And, I mean, she looks great, but that's, um, so that's the only thing, that's the only thing, um, yeah, I'm going to buy that, you know, I'm going to get my, my dad some skincare gifts. She also had this KRX cleanser, which is another Korean skincare brand that I really liked. So I might, I think, I think, you know what, I think instead of buying myself the moisturizer, I'm going to buy the moisturizer and the cleanser, um, for, for my dad. No new products. I am going to remember Jill did mention, God, we got to, we got to, Jill better start paying us for all these, all, all these, every time we mention her name, but she also mentioned that one, like. It's like a gummy that has like collagen and I don't know what else, Pia Health, something like that, Pia Health. Yeah, it's like P- Pia. Pia Health. I'm going yeah, to get that shot. Yeah. I just ordered it. Um, don't think it's going to arrive before Christmas. But other than that, no skincare updates. I mean, I could give you a quick quick report of my, my facial at the new Skin by Jill studio. Um, it had been a while, honestly, since I had a facial. So I was just looking for a quick tune-up. I think next appointment... I never do this because I don't want to be like a little red. I'm always, you know, I always got the life of a of a successful podcaster. We always got events to go to. Can't show up looking too red. So the next appointment, I'm going to try a big peel. The most intense part of this one was just, of course, the extractions. You know, I was really clogged up, but she managed to really get in there without leaving me bruised and red. I, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go with Jill. I've obviously biased because she's she's a good friend, but I like that. I didn't feel, I feel kind of, do you feel kind of uncomfortable? I guess you don't get facials. You just, you know, you feel, you only get facials at, last <laughs> facial you got was at the standard, right? The standard, yeah. yeah. Um, I always feel a little like uncomfortable going into places like that. You know, I feel like I can't just, I can't just spread, sit down and spread my legs on the sofa, you know, but I guess something about Jill's felt really comfortable. 
the, the light was nice in there. It didn't feel like sterile. So I, I just felt really comfortable going into the whole thing. That was probably my favorite part of the facial. But, you know, like I said, she's working with Histolab, KRX, Faith, um, and then this brand, Derma Vigils, which I made a note of remembering because it's, she uses that with her clients that have rosacea. And we famously get a lot of DMs asking about rosacea. So maybe this weekend I'll do a little bit of research into into derma vigils, but um, yeah, nice, nice, quick facial. But like I said, nothing too, nothing too, um, nothing too intense. So I'm, you know, you didn't, you didn't come out looking red. No, I, I didn't, and I was really fucking, I was clogged the hell up. Um, because yeah, the Damn, last facial right. I got was August. No, no, when you book, when you book facial skin turn red. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I looked. I looked. Uh, I looked like a. I looked like a damn dolphin. Um, had ever. Have you heard of? Em- had everybody in the DMs. Oh yeah, I saw. I saw the uh, the the number of people who clicked on your name after you posted. Oh really? That I didn't look at that. To the story. <laughs> it was like a, a thousand Holy people. Holy shit! A thousand people went to the profile. Did you see a little bump? Did you see a little a, a facial bump? Um, you know, Sorry, always dude. good to pump up the numbers for the for the pod. But uh, what were you saying? What were you going to say other than that? Well, I think this I think this kind of went over your head, which you know, bless your heart. Uh, it's been around for a little bit, but I was um, I was alluding, I was parodying. Oh, it did. Go have you me. have you heard the have you heard the the artist M dot Red? M dot Red, no. Uh, he is a white British Jamaican. He's not Jamaican. Okay. He's a white British rapper who um, who who kind of raps in the style of fuck. I'm I'm forgetting this guy's name, but like he puts on a Jamaican. You haven't seen the meme, the guy who says like "When me fuck pussy, pussy turn red." Have you even seen that? <laughs> no, I'm looking that? him up. I'm looking him up right now. Look that up this right is, now. Um, it's been around red? for a couple is, is weeks. Turn red, the song. It's called Turn Red, but yeah, like just look up like Twitter. Go to uh, yeah M dot Red. He has a line. He's like I'm on he's YouTube like right now fucking M dot Red with a crazy dance hall freestyle. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's like big bomba. He's like sounds like Chet Hanks. Okay. Um, he has a line. It's like big bomba clap spliff busting on me head. See the sexy <laughs> girl. Yeah, she give me head. When me fuck pussy, pussy turn red. <laughs> Gymnastic. Now the now the pussy dead. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I wasn't. Yeah, You've never no. seen this. Nope, that's funny. I, no, I haven't seen this. Big bomber class before busting on me head. I sexy girl, I said she want to give me head. When me fuck pussy, pussy turn red. Gymnastic, no the pussy dead. When me day up, walk more down on Agos head. West Cumberland, Waterford, Tree West. Wake up in the morning, you know what that means. All right, well, I think I, basically, I guess well, this was just a workshop hour because I, I, as soon as you talked about turning red, I was like, damn, we got to. We gotta cook something there. Red. Yep. All right. We gotta we gotta cook something on the on the put it on the coming soon the meme page. Yeah. Should we just get into Brian Johnson stuff? Let's get into yeah. Let's get into Brian Johnson. Although before I do that, I need to shout out Pamela. 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 Pam. Pamela Ibanez. Is that you say your last name? Ibanez. I don't know. But anyway, she hooked me up with some Byredo gifts because I was telling her how much like I'm a fan of the. I'm a fan of like Free shit. Hawthorne's mineral, mineral, absolutely mineral, mineral wave, and then uh, replicas sailing day. Like I liked, I think anytime someone smells like sunscreen, I think they've it, it they they're 
it's perfection to me. So she tried to hook me yeah. up with something that was similar. And, you know, here's the review. It's called Sundays. I don't think it quite nails sunscreen mm-hmm. or like water, but uh, it's it's got some interesting notes. Let me read okay. here. It's it's Mandarin orange, Californian lemon. Um, middle notes are neroli and jasmine sambac. Sambac? I don't know how you pronounce that. Base notes are cotton candy and white musk, Whoa. and I was asking I was asking Anna what she thought about it because she's she's a like a fragrance head, and uh, she she really enjoyed it. And I asked her like if it was like either more feminine or masculine because I couldn't really I hadn't made a decision at that point, and she thinks it's like like a pure neutral, uh, like a a very non binary fragrance. But now that I'm like I put it on again today, I, I don't like how sweet it is. So I don't know. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep kind of rolling with it. I might just gift it to Anna, Pam, if you're listening. Yo, hook us up with something else. But yo, also shout out for hooking me up with this gypsy water right here. Some some douche gel. What's okay? Shower gel. <laughs> um, some body lotion, gypsy water again, uh, and then this candle which is choco mascarpone have you ever been to there's this place that was in kansas city it was on the plaza it was like a chocolate it was a chocolate shop do you remember what mm-hmm. i'm talking about yeah they had this thing called a chocolate coke uh which it sounds exactly what like as, as it's named but like it that's what it, that reminds me of and i didn't think like a chocolate candle would like go off and i haven't lit it yet but it's pretty nice. So thank you, Pamela. And also thank you, uh, fucking, I'm looking at all my products now. <laughs> did you get oh, the, yeah. did you get, I got did you the, get the shipment from, um, from Dr. Shireen Idris? Yeah, I completely forgot. I was going to post something about that. I've been using that. Um, I haven't used the serum yet, but I tried the, um, I tried the moisturizer and I really like it. Do you have it in front of you there? I do have I have the moisturizer and I have the uh, the serum the oh, I forgot about this shit too the hyper serum I tried it out just out of hopping out of the shower today uh, I, I'm really into the packaging or like how it's administered like uh, the serum or the both both I, I like I like the functionality of both of them um, we'll see we'll see how it goes though you know yeah shout out I haven't to her though. looked that in the mirror nice. It was nice. I mean, you're glowing. Am I? Yeah, you look. Damn. You look like you just got a facial. Honestly, looking pretty. Clear. I think like I think it's because I'm like yesterday going to to World Spa. Oh, World Spa, right? And then a d- couple days prior, I was really sick, so I slept a lot. And mm-hmm. just honestly, like you know, well rested. Tried and true. Just just get some sleep, everybody. Just mm-hmm. until the new year, just go to sleep. Every anything else, I need to report on skincare. Oh, I've been gua shying a lot. Okay, in the shower. You think, it's, you think it's doing something? Well, this is well. I say a lot. I started Sunday last night. Last Sunday? No, last Sunday. Oh, last Sunday. Wait, okay. today Monday? Today's Wednesday. I don't know. It's been like maybe like six days. <laughs> okay, but also I've been kind of like loosely dieting this week, so I really can't tell if there's been an effect. But mm. I don't know. Like I think, I think it's just as I'm kind of coming out of this bout of depression (laughs) there he goes again a a tool something i've been Mm -hmm. doing lately is like i've been trying to shower twice a day which you know fucking on a c4 shit 
yeah, haters, yeah, haters will say that's not healthy, but like it just gets me up in the morning and then like, you know, it winds me down in bed and then therefore you can do your whole entire, like you don't have to just like, like just fall asleep because you're depressed. You can, you literally have to do your whole entire routine yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, bringing the floss and the, I'm doing the everything shower. I'm quashing the shower. I'm bringing the floss in the shower, you know, like just getting, just letting my, letting, you know, clearing my thoughts in the shower. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. There's, that's that's all that I'm really up to wellness wise. I don't know. Maybe we can get more into it on the next episode, or like yeah. when we talk about, when we recap World Spa and you know get a better take each other's temperature there. But let's get into Brian Johnson. So Vanity Fair published, I want to guess like a ten thousand word piece on it was Brian Johnson on Brian Johnson who you all may know as the tri-generational blood-swapping guy, yeah. the man who is trying to, to defy age, trying to defy death, and is technically a retired billionaire. And some some just illuminating facts about his life, or I guess maybe not even facts, but narratives due to uh, some... Due to... Uh, doo doo. Uh, um, <laughs> so some um, deposition transcripts. So mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know whether or not they're true or not, but they're they're written um, somewhere. <laughs> anyway, yeah. really, how do you want to how do you want to kick off this? Talking about this, how do you want to kick it off? I mean, the piece is more so, yeah, an expose on his on his personal life and and some of his in his his past. Um, in his past relationship, but he says he's not in it for the money, that he, his main goal is advancing humanity. How is one to advance humanity when you're just kind of like, like there's no way to, when you're treating yourself like a human guinea pig and you're, you're experimenting on yourself, how are you to know what is actually affecting the way you're physically aging, right? Like it only works if there's like a sample set you know, if somebody right. else is is in charge of this. And I feel like, yeah, maybe physically he's in better health. But that guy, that tweet, I was I was dying at that tweet about how bad physically, like his face, it looks like he's aging so rapidly. Yeah, I think because there's, there's something wrong about the way he's living, you know? Like part of me, part of me kind of respects it as an art project. Like this guy is literally sacrificing his body even though he thinks it's, um, he's like rejuvenating it because mm-hmm. he, I think he like self describes himself as a rejuvenation athlete, whatever the fuck that means. Right. Um, but like, I respect him just like going full extreme in, in, in this respect of his life. Like I, mm-hmm. I, 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 whether or not it's going to work out, I have no idea, but like, I guess his doctors claim that like, in addition to him experimenting on his body by, you know, just taking supplements monitoring his his um his heart rate at night mm-hmm. like monitoring his erections um you know like fasting from like i think i did you read about his uh, his like his diet not outside of the piece i mean it seemed like a pretty like nothing i haven't heard before okay well he wakes up at 4:30 and then he basically like eats from like 4:30 to 12:30 and then goes to sleep at 8:30 p.m. So like he stops eating around like 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then he doesn't eat until 4:30 or 5 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh 
and it's an all vegan diet. I don't know. I took some notes that maybe we can just like, I guess, like talk around. But for anyone who doesn't know anything about Brian Johnson, I know we've kind of like paint, painted a little bit of a picture about this guy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, he's the entrepreneur who wants to live forever. He refers to himself as the juvenation athlete. He's the founder of this thing called the Project Blueprint. Spends waking hours tending to his body. You know, he claims he's biologically five years younger than his actual age, which is mm-hmm. 46. Uh, he's the founder of this company called Kernel, which sells these like these like these helmets that like track neuroactivity. Yeah. And, you know, develops tools to help people with like um, cognitive disabilities be able to function throughout the day. Um, yeah, he's he's he got he made his millions off of selling a company company called Braintree, which basically like right. filled a hole in the market of like processing credit card payments. Yeah, and he like worked on that in Chicago for some time, and then eventually like. Sold it, um, you know, under the leadership of somebody else, which I can get into later. I think, I think what's, I have like, I have my like assumptions about like what's going on here, you know, like with this project blueprint, but, um, yeah, he made all this money and then now he just like, he, he's, he's on this quest to defy death and he's kind of an eccentric and, but some more tidbits about this guy's life, mm-hmm. um, He's a lapsed Mormon. Right. I forgot about that. The, yep, yep, yep. The whole, this whole part he's of the a, story. He's a transhumanist uh, evangelist. So, yeah, he, he's, he's all about that movement to, I don't know, I, which, for, like, forgive me for not knowing this, but I think, is it, isn't it like transhumanism, like, uploading yourself into the, the cloud? Is that like, is that what that is? I think so. Yeah. Right. Your consciousness living on forever. Right. Which explains why he's also very heavily into psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has like the, uh, the, like, I guess, what is it called? I'm so fucking like brain dead when it comes to this shit, but like the, the chemi- the chemical compound for DMT, DMT, oh, DMT yeah, I I forget what it is, whatever, the, yeah, whatever the molecular, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, languages for that. Like he has that tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Um, more more juicy tidbits about his life. He has a he has a hunger for quote sexual variety. Right. According to his messy lawsuit with his his ex fiance, he uh, he became obsessed with his sexual conquests and relaying the details of his triumphs to his fiance under the guise of radical transparency and honesty. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I noticed throughout the piece he kind of like all right. In addition to like adopting like a uh, therapy speak, he mm-hmm. he definitely has totally like like rotted his soul to the point of like seeing relationships and life beyond like transactions. Even though yeah. he's all about like consciousness, just like the way he would he would talk about like his time in Ecuador and like how he would talk about when he was like on his his um. Uh, Mormon missionary or like when he was breaking up with his girlfriend or like I don't know talking about things as like collateral or just using a lot of like text speak and I, I mean yeah it, it takes a certain kind of it takes this kind of guy to be able to like be able to create a company and sell it for excess 
right? Yeah. And then to kind of in his like third or fourth act, whatever act he's in, like tr- do something as eccentric as this. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's where it's 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 the intersection of tech and religious trauma. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of at the heart of his like his drive, and you know, like I'm not too familiar with like Joseph Smith and Mormonism mm-hmm. um, or like what like Mormons or Latter-day Saints, like they, they believe now, but like because he doesn't, he no longer follows that like religious up, his religious upbringing. Like, I think it must be very hard to kind of like square the circle, uh, square like your perception of what after, uh, after death is mm-hmm. it's saying like, you no longer believe that, but like trying to, to achieve what it is that was pro- what's been promised to you, like after you died, it, right. as like as as a Mormon, and then having that manifest in your your you know in your actual life. That's yeah, probably why he's on. Uh, he's probably just yeah, you're right. He's just, he's he at the at the intersection of religious trauma and tech. You know, tech, he's, yeah, that's where he's at. Yeah. He made yeah, he made this yeah. As soon as the the article made made his whole purpose in life make a whole lot more. Or the way he's he's navigating his way through his through his yeah his third act or whatever made made a lot more sense. Um, Did you have a chance to check out his uh, his ex fiance's YouTube channel? No, I didn't. I just looked. I just like googled image uh, googled images of her, but I didn't look at her YouTube channel. She had a bit of a following on YouTube, right? Yeah. So she was like, uh, she was like a, an original YouTuber, like okay. somebody that was like had like millions of followers or hundreds of thousands of like subscribers, mm-hmm. you know, before like Instagram and TikTok influencers really became a thing. And yeah, she had some success uh, from like parodying songs, like in like weird, weird oh, yeah. style. Yeah. Like I, I went to her YouTube page now because there was something very enlightening in in the vanity fair piece where like at some point like brian had met had met taryn taryn southern mm-hmm. um his that's that's his ex's name he met yeah. her like by messaging her, her on facebook because like you know he had stumbled across some of her her like youtube videos or whatever yeah. and it's just so funny that like fast forward into the relationship you know she alleges his like some of his controlling behavior was he was like, you know, a lot of these videos were bringing her like income and he was like, you need to take these uh, down yeah. because they don't, uh, they don't align with like my brand and the person that you're trying to be. Right. Yeah. And that made me like question like, all right, you know, if I was really in love with someone mm-hmm. and I really like, respected their opinion of me or opinion of what I was doing and they, they said, Hey Evan, look, I love you, but like, if you want to show me you love me, you got to take down that Dewey Dudes podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I or like, what would you do if someone said like, hey, yo, Emilio, like, you need to take down your Spotify. Dude, that's insane. That's like, <laughs> I'd be like, that's fucking controlling as hell. It's not like, it'd be different if it's like, okay, you need to take down your problematic YouTube channel, you know? Sure. Um, but that is crazy if somebody were like you yeah y'all need to take down that that's a red flag you don't don't you but think? also like yeah for sure <laughs> but i like it's just so funny that his like it's not funny it's it's funny in a sad it's way where up. he's just like used that like min, that mini, manipulative t- technique of being like mm-hmm. this isn't aligned with the person you're trying to be like mm-hmm. he's like framing it as though like oh he's not that's happy insane. with your yeah. with your silly videos 
and he he doesn't want to say that like it like he's he's cringed out by them and he doesn't want to dissociate mm-hmm. it with them. He wants to say like it's just not who you're trying to be. It's just right. it's, it's 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 just it's very manipulative. Very manipulative. Some other weird. All right, so like I kind of want to get into his messy separate. Oh, we. I mean, his, yeah, he's a messy guy. He's, uh, well, yeah. I think he's kind of. I think he's actually very very strategic but like i think the the breakup i mean the reason why like i think whenever this guy shows up on your timeline people are very quick to talk about like oh like he left his ex-fiance um like unexpectedly as she was undergoing um her like final treatments of chemotherapy and Mm. um and like there's this like a huge narrative about him being you know, a controlling, manipulative, like financially abusive guy, which is all came out because like she filed this complaint like in 2019 that Mm -hmm. he was, you know, being psychologically and financially abusive. Mm -hmm. Um, After she refused to comply with this, like he gave her this offer of separation. Yeah. Um, And this was like at the end of her, like her, like her chemotherapy, like she had stage three cancer and he was just like, all right, I'm done with this. Like, oh, yeah. let's break up in order for this to be clean. I'm going to offer you, I think he offered her like, let me, like I took some notes here. Yeah. So when he was breaking up with her, she received correspondence quantifying an offer of one year support of $149,000, $5,000 a month for rent, $7,000 a month for living expenses, plus up to $5,000 for a mover but made receiving the money contingent upon signing a separation agreement containing a broad NDA with a 500,000 fine for each potential violation. And um, I think we should also add that she was like, she was also an employee of his and there's that one one moment. Yeah. Just grossly underpaid for the work that she was doing. Yes, she was. (laughs) Um, Although no, the thing is it's like, all right, so the way this is, no, no, she was, she was. So what I read, I don't know if this is like, this is right. So she was making like $350,000 in 2015 from consulting. Mm-hmm. And then when she came on to Colonel, that, that helmet company, she, he like offered her like $28,000. And then in quotations, she was additionally getting $15,000 a month via like Colonel hiring her out, her out for consultancy, consult, consultant fees. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't add up to $350,000. It doesn't. Like, and I don't yeah. know if she was like, I don't know like the nature of whether or not like how much of her time was solely dedicated to this company. Um, and maybe I'm reading that totally wrong, but like, I guess I I just didn't see that clarity there. So it does seem like she was just getting, she was making $350,000 and then now she's just down to making $28,000. I don't know. I don't really know like if... I think if that's, if that's the like, truth, then that, that, that fucking sucks. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, but I think that with like the YouTube videos to me seemed pretty obvious that he was kind of really trying to cut her out, like make her put her in a position where she was financially dependent of him, which. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. One thousand percent. And she was living with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I re- I bring up the, her being an employee because this is what, this is what like muddies everything. So like, no, they're not married. And when she files this complaint against him, and there's so many other like events that happen in between, mm-hmm. like her finally signing the separation offer, that you know was very, very, very like not beneficial to her whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, that's why she filed the complaint. Like 
it's because like right now i think <laughs> shit this it was like so messy reading this whole entire thing because it was just like it was just so much information thrown at to me thrown yeah. at me and like so confusing i don't know anything about like you know obviously everybody i don't know anything about fucking finances two mm-hmm. i don't know anything about the law so oh shit but like the the court like dismissed her complaint because it was almost treated as like an employee grievance versus like being somebody's lover. I don't know yeah. how that would work. And the court usually favors in the employers, favors the employers more often than the employee. Yeah. It's, it's tricky. Get, it's tricky to win those cases if you're on the side of, if you're an employee. Right. But like ultimately, when she finally signed this agreement, I guess they went on to date a little bit longer and like he like, offer to pay for her like radiation treatments and I don't know. There's just some other kind of like things that happen in between this breakup that just don't make any sense. Anyway, she basically signs this agreement and mm. cause she's really, she's really concerned about like being offered like stock options um, because he wants to fire her. Like he wants to be like, Hey, I want to terminate you. I love you, but I need to terminate you as an employee for X, Y, Z reasons, you yeah. know, and if you just sign the separation offer, we can just we can just like go our separate ways. And she's like, okay, but like I want stock options. And he's like, you don't have any. And he's and she's like, you know, there need to be stock options there, or else I'm not signing that thing. And then he offers her stock options, and she signs without but like they're worthless without like a, of like a, a lawyer basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they she doesn't know that they fucking uh, expire six months from from the date she signs and. Mm-hmm they're really only valued at $80,000. So yeah, she really got fucked from this deal. And then that thing, that's also what pissed her off to go file this complaint. And this is a long story short, but now I think we're at a point where she, for the, I think the judge ruled that she has to like pay for his legal fees, legal fees now for this whole entire, Mm -hmm. this whole entire mess. And on top, on top of that, the weirdest thing to me, okay, yeah, look, that sucks. But Brian Johnson, in this like YouTube like tell all that he made that he produced to like tell his side of the the story, I didn't mm-hmm. watch it, but from what I read, he is taking the five hundred thousand dollars that she's now paying him for the legal fees. Granted, this woman just like survived cancer. Um, and he's saying that he's taking that money and putting it into a, like an account like, or a trust that she can only access for her medical fees. Like he's being like, oh, basically like, you know, the money that she's giving me, it's actually for her, but only for medical needs, which that's, is just an, ins- isn't that fucked, fucked up? up? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Again, like if this anybody, like if anybody listens leader. to this podcast and we're like, you know, we're getting some facts wrong, you know, go, go and read the article. Maybe we're misinterpreting. I don't want to be sued for anything, but like I think that's what it, that I think that's what's happening. Is she's yeah that is cult leader like, and I think at the end of the the piece, don't they talk about cults, Emilio? Like a psychoanalyst or something mentions that he's exhibiting a lot of like, well, a things that maybe due to religious the religious trauma he experienced growing up and leaving Mormonism, and then yeah, a lot of um, yeah, literally just a lot of a lot of common behavior that's found in in cults just making this person like completely like emotionally and financially dependent of you in a time when they've undergone extreme duress during these this period of 
of chemotherapy to the point where like I'm sure yeah she just signed off on a lot of things because you just kind of want to be done with it because you've got like yeah. you know, you're battling dealing with bigger with bigger things. Oh, they're they're coming for us. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the uh, the sirens to go away. All right, that's um, Brian Johnson coming to sue us for <laughs> defamation, libel. for libel or whatever, uh, or slander. I think you can sue for that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, there. So I mentioned earlier that like when he sold his company to, and they like he sold his company. I think to like eBay or like PayPal, but like it was under the leadership of like a new CEO, uh-huh. and when when the press release came out for that, there was no mention of, of Brian Johnson at all. And so that kind of gave me a clue into maybe like what's actually going on right now with this like project blueprint. Cause he's just selling olive oil and like, he's like selling himself as a YouTuber and yeah. selling himself as like, I guess an art project of like transhumanist exploration or whatever. And I think like, sure. He's very wealthy, um, he's very paranoid because now he makes like all of his, like, he's very transparent about the fact that he like makes his dates, uh, sign NDA agreements now. Yeah. Um, and scheduled sex. Oh, that's right. He does. He schedules sex. Yeah. That's what, um, but it's to fit in with his, like his, his crazy lifestyle, which is so funny because he was like talking about how like the whole entire point of like project blueprint was a way of like healing his body over the last 11 years he dedicated to like to tech and on the entrepreneur entrepreneurial like lifestyle. you know grit and lifestyle the, yeah. the the fucking grind set and yeah i think he actually like has a lot of wealth but he's no longer connected i think he's probably deteriorated any credibility with his own within his own circles i think he low key was very envious of his girlfriend's YouTube YouTube success. Yes. Oh, for sure. Which just explains why he like has gone that route and he's like trying mm-hmm. to like prove a point that he can do it. I don't know at what point he started like getting very, very like worked up about death and like aging, but I bet like seeing his his girlfriend go through this traumatic ordeal with cancer probably brought on like i don't know some existential like feelings or drive or i i i i'm only guessing but and then yeah just kind of going back to the mormonism i think that had a lot to play with it too i i don't think he cared about her <laughs> that's what that's no no i mean i like i think the way he, like him caring about like like her go go through cancer i think he he only was able to like process that through his like narcissistic viewpoint being like oh fuck like that really sucks i don't want to do that for me like he doesn't give a shit about her you know but yeah like yeah he's uh, yeah these this is the these are our billionaires now you know these they're are just so yeah. so afraid of dying because it's the only thing that levels them like with everybody else you know facts should we uh do you want to get into some segments? Yeah, let's do it. Dude of the week, making a playlist for work, and you know that song "Fade" by by Kanye West. It has like a bass like that. Doon, yeah, doon, yeah. Doon, 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 doon. Um, I feel it fade. Yeah, I knew that was a sample, but I never realized. Do you know this guy, Mr. Fingers? 
He's like, all right, Mr. Fingers, his Spotify bio says solo alias. I thought you were talking about me. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, He's a musician from Chicago, wildly hailed as one of the creators of Deep House. Um, You know, started releasing music in 1985 and most recently in 2022 and 23. Um it's a song of his called Mystery of... I mean, I've listened to him, but I'd, I'd actually never even listened to what is now his most popular song, Mystery of Love, because that's what was sampled in the Kanye West song. So anyway, I threw a couple of those tracks into the playlist, and and that's my that's my dude of the week. What about you? Um, my dude of the week is... It comes courtesy of a gift that I received from my, my beautiful, wonderful girlfriend. She gifted me a couple coffee table books um, by Sir Terrence Conran. And okay. one of the books was very Dewey Dudes adjacent. Are, are you familiar with Terrence Conran? No. Oh, he's, um, he's kind of like the high priest of British design. Like okay. he, he um, founded the Habitat stores. Um, okay. And then I think there's... Um, I forgot what the fuck is it called? The Conran Group, the Conran, like the Conran Store. It's like it's like mm-hmm. it's there. It's just it's it's not necessarily like um, design within reach or whatever. But it's like I don't even know where I would categorize it. But the guy's known for like interiors, and I'm sure I'm sure yeah. your sister knows. Um, but like he he's made he's made some publications, like one of which was it's it's pretty it's kind of famous. It's called the House Book, and it's it's just him telling like, you know, like new homeowners or homemakers just like how to, yeah. how to style a home. And she bought me uh, one book that's called bathrooms. Simply, simply add water. And uh, I, I thought maybe in the promo we could throw some photos up there mm-hmm. of some of these, some of these beautiful bathrooms that he, he points out um, in the book. But uh, there some, some other great inspiring, tidbits about him um he didn't start making money i don't know his background <laughs> but he didn't start making any money until he was 32 years old so it's never too late folks and uh in his lifetime he smoked over a million dollars worth of cigars and yeah i'm not sure what the skeletons are in, in his closet because he, mm-hmm. he passed away uh, i think in like 2020 so i don't really know too much about him other than um other than him being this this design guy but uh yeah, like uh, I'm just I'm, that's my dude of the week. Dewey, Dewey Rude. Dewey Rude. I don't have one this week. I didn't come up with one. I already had. I feel like I already had. I already said something about tolls. It's always money related on this show. We're always more. It's more so know, about why it's so hard to pay a toll. Sometimes maybe there's some sort of like nationwide tax system I don't know about. But when I'm you know when I'm driving 80 miles an hour in a state I've never been in, and there's all these tolls that's, that are like, you know, don't stop. You know, they, they have a bunch of signs telling you, like, don't stop, don't slow down. And then you get, but then there's no fucking way to pay that, like, toll. Or there's, like, uh, sometimes there, I guess there is, like, a sign. It's one little sign telling you where to go to pay the toll. And I guess there's a lot of unpaid tolls. And so I got fined for all that. And Turo hit me with a $650 bill. Holy shit. To pay my fucking that's, tolls. So that's... Well, you're, you're onto something yeah. too. Cause it's like you, you're moving like at 80 miles per hour, 80 miles per hour. Like as you see a toll approaching and there's just no way you can't like slow down and figure it out without like fucking up traffic. So yeah. What am I going to like whip my phone out and try to like take a photo of like the website that it says. And then it gives you like 10 days to pay the toll. And I was already like, you know, in two days I'd already gone 
driven through three different states. Right. It's all like digitized. Like I don't know what ever happened to just like having normal tolls where you go in like yeah, I was approach like, I was somebody with, and you with pay coins them. and cash. Yeah. So yeah, they're really they're they're kicking me while I'm down while I'm crawling to the finish line this year. They had a they had to get another fucking another punch in. God damn, I'm sorry about that. So do we do's and don'ts? Um, I only got a few. You know, spend more time uptown, especially if you're in New York during the holiday season. Um, I'm gonna go to the New York Society. Li- I'm gonna, you know, more. I'm trying to go to more Ooh. libraries. Brain big. I'm gonna spend some time at the New York Society Library, okay, the Morgan Library, the New York Public Library. Um, I don't know which other li- which other libraries with nice architecture you can are available to the public, but listeners, if you know, let me know. All right. Yeah, I got one. I have one only because it's on my mind as I am approaching my departure. Um, If you're like me and you live in New York and uh, you're traveling home within the next day or two and something on your mind is, holy shit, I have so many errands to run. I need to do laundry. And, you know, I don't have in units, so I'm at the mercy of having either drop off or do it myself. But guess what? I'm traveling home. So why don't I just pack all my dirty clothes and just take it to my parents place stink up the plane you know like pack a pack a suitcase <laughs> full of your your a filthy laundry like why not yeah your parents place probably also has nicer a nicer washer dryer than, than they do anything you would find in these 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 fucking places don't even clean the clothes well but you know well also too i would argue you might as well do your laundry when you travel anywhere immediately because the unless you have like which maybe I should have this um, bags or like casing for your your shoes, you're getting some of like like of New York on your clothes anyway because in, in those close quarters in your suit suitcase. So yeah, you might as well just give it all a wash. But um, that's just that's just my uh, my.